Hey there, podcast listeners, and welcome to this week's Physics Central podcast. I'm Mike Lucibella. Today, I'm talking with a burgeoning internet science video star, Physics Girl. Okay, my name is uh, Diana Cowern, so I work at UCSD. Um, I have outreach projects there. I also work at the Ruben H. Fleet Science Center as a science educator, and I make videos on YouTube about science. In June, Cowern won what's quickly becoming the online science video community's equivalent of an Academy Award for her four-minute movie explaining color. So the Flame Challenge was started by Alan Alda um, of MASH fame. And he had originally asked the question, what is a flame to scientists? And then scientists make videos answering the question for fifth graders who then judge the video. So they're pretty harsh critics. <laughs> so it's a tough competition. It's really to try and get scientists to, to boil down really tough concepts and be able to explain them to fifth graders, which is sort of representative of the science knowledge of a lot of the general public. This is the third year of the challenge, and each time Alda picks a different topic for scientists to explain. The first year the question was, what was a flame? And they called it the flame challenge because of that, and the, the name just stuck. So that's why it's the flame challenge still. Second year was, um, what is time? Which is really tough. I'm glad I didn't enter last year. And then this year was, what is color? What is color? Is it this red light? Is it this blue ocean? Is it these egg whites? Yeah, they're not even white. What's up with that? So the kids ask the questions, and then they're also the ones judging it. So what did you do for the video? So <laughs> I, I acted as color. Just pretend that you're color. You are color. Yeah, you. In your journey through the world as color, you start out as a wavelength of light. So I sort of brought, brought the kids through the world as color, um, starting out as wavelengths of white light. Um, and then I, you know, I dressed up as uh, all different colors and turned into a white outfit showing that, that white light is made of all the different colors. And then um, I ran into a car, which the kids loved seeing over and over. I ran into a car and I changed into a red outfit really quickly, um, showing that only the red light bounces off of a red car. When light hits a car, some colors are reflected and some are absorbed into the paint based on the structure of molecules or chemicals in the paint. In the case of this red car, the molecules absorb every other color, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet, and everything in between. But red is reflected. And then went into an eyeball, changed into a, to a perception, and sort of showed the pathway of color, like what color is in your life. How'd it feel to kind of, how'd it feel to win? It felt awesome. <laughs> um, I actually almost didn't enter. Um, my boss encouraged me to do it. I, I didn't think that I would win. I, I only had four days after I got back from a trip to Ireland to make the video. And I thought that it was not worth it, but I powered through, spent about the entire, all my waking hours during those four days working on it um, and thought I had probably no chance. But um, I got the first email about the first round and I was like, ooh. Oh, interesting. <laughs> and then I got the, the winning email. And they, they told us about a month before they announced the winners. So I couldn't really tell anyone, but, you know, I was so excited. You know, call my mom first thing and say, Mom, you'll never believe what happened. <laughs> you know, I was really excited about it. And it was something that's important to me because science communication, this is what I do. This is what I'm passionate about. And that's what the competition embodies. So I was very excited about winning. Science communication is something that's also near and dear to our hearts here at Physics Central. You know, that's what we do, too. It's about finding new ways to share the excitement and wonder of science with the world. 
Now, Cowern started a short time after she finished college. Well, my background is in physics. I went to MIT and I graduated with a degree in physics, just my bachelor's. Um, I did a bit of research on dark matter. And uh, right after I had graduated, I did um, astrophysics research at, at Harvard for a little while. So I thought physics research was what I wanted to do. Um, I think that the culture and just the general, the general idea of research isn't for me because you focus on one thing so much. Um, whereas with this job, with outreach, I can keep learning. And that's what I'm, I love the most. One of my favorite things about making videos is that I get to, I get to go really, really in depth into whatever I'm learning about. There's so much more research that goes behind a video about sand on a plate than I actually do in the video. But that's what I like doing. I like really understanding it enough to be able to explain something. She started making science videos as a hobby, but it was right at the same time when a whole bunch of YouTube science channels really started to catch on. I started out because I had just graduated with a degree in physics, and I still sort of had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, and the first video I ever made was sort of what to do with a physics degree, and uh, did just silly, ridiculous things like standing on my diploma. Um, it started out as, uh, as sort of just videos for my friends, videos for my family, and the videos that were about physics or about science sort of got caught on and people were asking for more videos like that. Take a ping pong ball and a source of streaming air like this vacuum blower or a hairdryer. Turn it on and place the ball in the air. It floats. How does it work? Um, then I realized that, you know, I really enjoyed making them and I enjoy sharing physics. I enjoy inspiring younger kids um, to get interested in physics, which is a subject they might not otherwise be um, exposed to. So I started making more of those videos and eventually it evolved into a channel about physics, about physics videos. So. We've got the square plate on the mechanical vibrator, which is plugged into the tone generator. This vibrates the plate at different notes as we change the frequency here. I'll sprinkle a little sand on the plate and now watch this. I started getting a lot of questions when I first made my videos um, about students who were thinking about college, were um, in college and thinking about their major. They weren't sure what they could do with physics. They wanted to know how to how to do college, how to how to do physics. Um, and I thought the first issue I would address, which was the question I got asked a lot, was what can you do with a physics degree? I got a degree in physics from MIT. So now what? What do I do now? I have a diploma, but what do I do with it? A lot of people feel like you're either stuck teaching, like as a professor, or you're a physics teacher in high school, um, or you just do research. Um, so I, at that point, had already been, I think I had already been hired to uh, do a software engineering job. Um, and I had taken a few programming classes in college, but that was not my major. That wasn't my focus. Uh, I just so I just with this video wanted to show that you can almost do anything. Physics sort of allows you to think a certain way, think logically, think critically, um, and really problem solve. And that's what the classes I took and what the major was really about. You can do anything with a physics degree. 
You know, physics may seem like one of those majors that you either use just to teach or to be impressive explaining a joke from the Big Bang Theory, but I'm just gonna throw out a couple other options to hopefully convince you of the further usefulness of a physics degree. You could go back and get a higher degree in engineering, biology, or chemistry. You could work in a lab doing research in astrophysics, nuclear physics, particle physics, biophysics. Um, you learn how the world works, which is a, an awesome added bonus, but uh, most of the jobs I talked about were very, very different. You could go into biology for grad school. You could go into software engineering like I did. Um, you could go into, you could go back and be a writer if you, you know, if you wanted. I, I don't think that getting a physics degree limits you to any one career. I think it's, I think it's harder to go from other areas of study into physics, but from physics the other way around, you've sort of shown that you're able to think critically, you're able to solve problems in many different fields. So what's next for you? So um, I think I'll probably spend the next year or so um, working on my channel on Physics Girl. I'm growing that. It's been picking up a bit of momentum, and um, that's just having made a few videos recently. So um, that's really exciting for me, the idea of potentially being able to do what I love to do as a hobby for a career later on. Um, so hopefully also, also collaborating with... Um, the other educators on YouTube, like Minute Physics or Veritasium, you know, the, the awesome channels that are already doing what I would love to do. If you want to see some of Cowern's videos, head over to our blog, Physics Buzz, to see some highlights, or go to her Physics Girl YouTube channel for the complete collection. Now that's all for this week's Physics Central podcast. You can find more of our podcasts, blog posts, resources, and so much more at www.physicscentral.com. Thanks for listening.